A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. For no reason other than I thought it might make an interesting experiment. I thought I'd record my opening link now uh, at the absolute beginning of the process. It's 5.39, I've made my tea, uh, and I th- <laughs> I can feel my mouth is still sort of thick and gummed with sleep. And I wondered how different do I sound before I've kind of started to steal myself and done some writing. Because uh, sometimes I can hear that I'm sluggish in some of the sketches because I'm not fully up to speed yet. It's like I haven't yet fully pumped up my wings. Don't forget TGI Fly Day is coming up. Um, and every morning I, you know, I get up and I have to go outside to get into here. And every morning I look at the sky and think, surely soon there'll be some signs of light. I remember when I worked on Sean Keaveney, the the joy of doing the mornings in the summer. I'd even go for a run before uh, I started doing it sometimes. At the moment, the the best bit is when I hear there's a robin that comes and starts singing before it gets light. And when I hear that, it's just such a nice moment. Anyway, um, this is what I sound like at half past five in the morning. Let's get on with the show and find out what I sound like in about another hour when I have woken up. Not today, thank you, with Jake Yap. That's better, it's seven o'clock now. Uh, let's talk about uh, Dominic Cummings, shall we? In a blog post published in 2014, after he'd been to a Silicon Valley science conference at uh, Google RHQ, uh, push his glasses up nose. Um, actually, uh, Dominic Cummings uh, has been proposing allowing people to select eggs for their babies that had the best chance of having an IQ, a high IQ. Uh, that sort of thing's not actually legal in the UK. There are ethical guidelines ethical sorry what was that word ethical guidelines uh, on genetic screening for designer babies set out by the human fertilization and embryology authority let's guys let's cut all this red tape come on i want a pink girl and a blue boy no nhs no dup no immigrants no bbc why does Dominic Cummings love a quirk? And, and why, why do, do only misfits and weirdos work? Oh, 
Morning, Rodders. Ready for another day of leading the country? Uh, yes, yes, I think so. What policies are we looking to flog, if that's the word today? Designer babies, son. You what, Tom? <laughs> Don't you read my blog, Rodders. Babies with high IQs, like mine. Embryo selection. Is this your latest harebrained scheme to try to make us forget about the slightly more eugenic policies of Andrew Sabisky from earlier on in the week? <laughs> What? No, no. I was blogging about this in 2014. No, I'm telling you, let people select the eggs that have the best chance of having a high IQ and let them do it on the NHS. They can use some of that surplus cash they always have sloshing around. Just a thought, Dom. But, uh, yes? Don't we need the general populace to be as ignorant and stupid as possible? I mean, sooner or later they'll twig that we've been in power for a decade and all the bad things come down to us, Dom. Don't you worry about that. Jake Yap's never seen a whole episode of Only Fools and Horses, but that's not stopping him from charging ahead and writing a parody of it. Maybe he should stop. Yes, yes he should. I'm the crusty one in the corner! And see. Only misfits and weirdos. Our actual government. Our actual government that we voted for. Well done. Now, I know what you've been waiting all week for. You've been waiting to hear more from Dr. Erica McAllister. Uh, she's at FlyGirlNHM on Twitter. She is from the Natural History Museum, and she is, if I may, preeminent, preeminent in the study of Diptera. Uh, and she called me a civilian, and I think I've just demonstrated why she was right to do that. Anyway, uh, there's nothing she doesn't not know about flies, and it's so fascinating. And here is her fly of the week. It's time for TGI Fly Day. Another group of flies I love. These are called Acroceridae's. Um, they're called hunchback flies, but the other common name for them is spider-killing flies, which will give you some indication of what they do. Now, the adults are absolutely beautiful, rotund Little fatties, basically. Fatties with wings. They kind of look like a child. They don't look physically capable of getting airborne. They're amazing. They have um, the one of the diagon- one of the features of a fly are these kind of calipters, which are these flashy, uh, fleshy pads at the back, and they have enormous Lo- are ones. They like love handles. Uh, not quite. No. They- <laughs> Flies do have certain things. We can get onto those in a bit. They do have combs, sex combs and um, flags and stroking and some of them like anal secretions, but that's another story. But these ones, um, she has and he has... You started We should have had a drink. Okay, go on, carry on. Okay, so he's got and she's got a very, very long proboscis at adults. We've got to remember with flies, the larval stage is the long stage. It's generally where most of the eating goes on. But the adults occasionally do feed, and this is a pollinator. It's got a very long proboscis. It's a whopper. It is a whopper. But she's basically got a submachine gun as an ovipositor. And so when she's uh, laying eggs, she doesn't really lay them. She squirts them out, thousands. She's like, around the garden. And the whole thing is that she wants... Because these, these larvae run after spiders the probability of them actually getting to their host is quite small. Right. So she has thousands of eggs and hopes for the best. And these little larvae, they're kind of like little leech-like to start with on, say, and they want to be on vegetation about knee height. And then when they spot a spider running along, they hurl themselves at the spider and run after it. Obviously, the larvae have no legs, so it's like (laughs) trying to get up. And if successful, they climb up the back leg of a spider and they will start munching away in its bottom. Now... 
what's funky about this is... Oh, oh, now we come on to the funky part. Now the funky part. Is if the the spiders are slightly different to insects in that they have a very primitive lung, it's called a box lung, and this is in their abdomen, because that's where we all keep our lungs. Yeah. And what they do is the spider is immature, the little larvae has a little nibble, and then plugs itself into the air supply in the lung, and then basically goes to sleep to the spider matures. Now, in the Pardosa, UK spiders, this could be five years. And then it just wakes five up. Five years? Yeah. But then some of these paralyse tarantulas or attack uh, parasitoids in tarantulas. So all sorts of crazy stuff is going to go on. We don't know enough about what's happening. But it's amazing. I love them. And they're beautiful and metallic as well. Our thanks to Dr. Erica McAllister. Isn't she wonderful? If you want to follow her on Twitter, she's at FlyGirlNHM. And you can buy her book, The Secret Life of Flies, right now from... Well, why don't you buy it from nhmshop.co.uk. It's the Natural History Museum's actual shop. Dr. Erica McAllister, everyone! But now... Yes! No... It's time for Turn of Freeze! And to finally deliver you from the misery of not knowing what this week's Turn of Freeze was. It's the show where we reveal a little bit of a picture each day and you have to guess what the Turn of Freeze that's being depicted in there is there, then there... Jem and Julie have very kindly been doing all of the graphics. You can actually have a look on Twitter. If you go to at NotTodayPod, you will be able to see uh, exactly what's going on there. And uh, let's reveal the final square, shall we? Well, can you tell what it is? I mean, it's it's pretty graphic. Uh, <laughs> the, I don't know what that is in the middle. Moving about, and Mr. Crisps there. Ha, 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 Mr. Crisps in absolute agony. Jackie guessed, is it having a poo? That's a good guess, Jackie, but it's not the one we were looking for. David guessed, sticky back plastic. Vegetectus guessed, uh, now I look closer at this, I think the phrase is, Katie Hopkins gives as good as she gets. Am I close? No, uh, I'm afraid you're entirely wrong. Well, let's put you out of your misery. The answer that we were looking for all week was Tainted Love. Don't know how you could have not got that. Uh, we will have another one next week as we as we slowly sort of grapple towards this becoming an actual format point. Uh, I think Jem is actually going to, rather than trying to guess and then doing the picture of him guessing what it is, uh, we've actually sort of, uh, we've had a bit of a production meeting, guys. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's some production going on. So uh, that's something to uh, try to um, keep going over the weekend for, isn't it? <laughs> In other news, uh, I've given up uh, fighting you people about Jaffa Cakes. Everybody wants to talk about Jaffa Cakes, and uh, it sort of came to a head yesterday. Jason uh, redesigned the logo of the podcast with Jaffa Cakes placed in there instead of O's. That That's it. I give up. It's yours now. It's your podcast. I don't know why I was fighting you for so long. You want to talk about Jaffa Cakes? We'll talk about Jaffa Cakes. That's fine. Uh, he said, uh, I used my rudimentary image editing skills to make a Jaffa Cake version of the Not Today Pod logo. Uh, look, it's either this or packing for the cross-country move that happens in eight days. 
that's fine. That's fine. It can be all Jaffa cakes all the way. Uh, I mean, as it as it stands, there's been a raging debate about whether or not to try malted tea. Uh, Julie and Lizzie are big fans. I think Carenza, not so much, a, not so much a fan. Uh, I don't care. Whatever you want, it doesn't matter. Although I do really want to try malted tea now. We've got some uh, celebrity encounters. Uh, Natasha says, I saw Paul Nigel from EastEnders Bradley having food with his family at Fleet Services in 1999. Wow. Also served the Chuckle Brothers when they were in the summer show in Weymouth. <laughs> they, bought, <laughs> they bought a bottle of cognac each. Why not? That sounds about right. Lee Carter says his wife always has malted tea. It makes him gag. Uh, Lizzie Roper, friend of the show and all-round wonderful person, says, uh, good, it's more for her to drink. Get your filthy hands off it. Carenza's like cherry scone. Oh, you don't even care, do you? Like Jaffa, you're like Jaffa, Jaffa, Jaffa. And then suddenly, oh, cherry scone's here. Just drop it. Who cares? Unbelievable, you people. Uh, 79p for 10 Jaffa cakes uh, in uh, a shop, according to Nazareth Jones. Don't even know what shop. You don't You don't really care about Jaffa cakes. This is the thing. Now I've opened the door and said, do you know what? Let's talk about Jaffa cakes. You're not going to care anymore. That I, I know that. This is psychology I'm using on you. I know exactly what's going on. You don't really care about Jaffa cakes. It's more about you being insubordinate. <laughs> Uh, Vegetectus shared a very charming picture of uh, two cuddly toys, a Pikachu and a duck, sporting his uh, Patreon badges, uh, which you can get your hands on if you go to patreon.com slash nottodaypod and sign up at a certain tier. I can't remember which one. Uh, That's pretty much it, I think, from the tweets. It all descended into 321 Madness. I can't go into that for various reasons. Gem's got a silent celebrity encounter on the emails. It's not today at swanburst.com if you would like to email. Uh, he says, good morning, Jake and my fellow apostles. That's my attempt at your accent, Gem. <laughs> You're trying to do an impression. Why would I do that? What am I? Anyway, he says, uh, sorry for recycling a non-anecdote. That's a good word non-anecdote from a previous channel some of your other listener may have heard and i'm sure discarded this tale before but the combination of appropriate question and the topicality of the location just brought the following to mind if you hadn't seen the news article bister shopping village outlet is apparently something of a ghost town due to the confluence of covid 19's originating country and the nationality of a high proportion of bargain hunting bister enthusiasts Oh, right. And there's the story. He says, if you can call handbags priced at one and a half thousand pounds a bargain, it feels as though it's somewhat stretching the word. Wow. Yeah. Bista Village is having a tough time due to the coronavirus. I didn't know that. Uh, cut price handbags and coats draw thousands of Chinese tourists to the retail outlet each year. Really? How bizarre. I, uh, I drive past that when I go to see my cousin in Bristol. It's a long story. Anyway. That's that. He says, celebrity toilet encounter. Oh, yeah, love a celebrity toilet encounter. While shopping at Bister Shopping Village Outlet and general argument against unfettered capitalism many years ago, I'd been left to loiter while my wife, my wife, 
Rachel popped into the ladies. I think I think he means the lavatory. I was surprised to see Rachel emerge only a few minutes later and even more surprised to be told to get up and follow me without explanation. <laughs> get up and follow me. All those moments as a quick, we need to go now. What? Why? We just need to go. We weaved in and out of the throng of bargain hunters, tracking one tall woman with long dark hair. This was the description I'd been given of our followee. After several minutes of this, I finally prized it out of Rachel, that's his wife, that as she went to the labs, she held the door open for someone coming out, only to clock that it was Her Royal Highness Princess Kate. Although this was pre-wedding, and I can't remember what she was called before being absorbed into the royal collective. Yes, the royal Borg. I was forced to sit and wait after Kate went into one of the many, many clothes shops and had to put in some pretty sterling argument as to why we should really just leave her alone, which I eventually won. Oh, wow. That's how I narrowly avoided irritating the future Queen of England, if that's still a thing by then. The queue for the ladies had quietened down by then, so the following visit was unimpeded. Much love, as always, to you and the Apostles, including, but not limited to, Julie, Matt, Carenza, David, Rick, Jem in Buxton, the town not the Adam, Sam, John, Hedy, Wegaitechtos, Una and Henny from Jem in Portishead, the town not the band. Thank you very much indeed for that. That was glorious. Uh, I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a sort of, I'm working on a project about the royals. And so my, my whole life is taken up with Wills and Kate and Harry and Meghan at the moment. It's a slightly bizarre way to live. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Pablo has emailed and says, uh, How do Jake and the Apostles... When said like that, it makes it sound like you're fronting a skiffle band of some sort. <laughs> anyway, back to my fascinating celebrity anecdote... I know I'm a day or so behind, but back in the early 2000s, I was on a train to Edinburgh. Can't remember why. When the train was taken out of service for some reason or other at the country fluid, quite border town of Berwick-upon-Tweed. Uh, there's a footnote there. 
Beric upon Tweed has some fascinating history that could be a good resource for your other podcast, Date Fight. Aside from their flip-flopping national allegiances, still being at war with Russia until 2000, Bear chained to a tree as their own as their town crest, etc. The sack of Berwick, titty, not not that sort of sack, during the first Scottish Independence War of 1296, has to be read to be believed. When the town had been taken in this way and its citizens had submitted, Edward spared no one, whatever the age or sex, and for two days... Streams of blood flowed from the bodies of the slain, for in his tyrannous rage he ordered seven and a half thousand souls of both sexes to be massacred, so that mills could be turned round by the flow of their blood. Dear God, what? The Massacre of Berwick, from Bower's Scotty Chronicon. Good grief. He says Tapley won't know what's hit him. Well, I've sort of blown it now. Anyway, let's go back to Berwick-upon-Tweed who uh, Pablo observes, I bet they wish they'd decided on Scotland before this Brexit business. Whilst I and the other commuters awaited a replacement train, I noticed a bespectacled man in a lovely pastel blue suit with a muted canary yellow shirt and multicoloured tie. I'm trying to figure out who that is. Pastel blue, canary yellow, multicoloured tie. I mean, the multicoloured tie instantly makes me go to Jon Snow, of course, who begins every new story with, Well now, well now, Yemen is... Anyway, he says, don't get me started on those well-kept brogues. Weird that I remember his attire and not the reason I was on a train to Scotland in the first place, but I digress. As I was drawn in by his sartorial siren song, I quickly realised that it was Countdown's own Richard, twice nightly, Whiteley. Now, this was before Countdown was cool, but much like this morning, us cool kids watched it, ironically. Trying desperately to think of something to say, I looked at my watch and realised that it was ten minutes before Countdown's usual airing time. As such, I thought I'd break the ice with humour. Mr Whiteley, big fan of your work. Looks at watch for effect. But if you're here, who's presenting Countdown in ten minutes? Pleased with myself and thinking of all the adventures me and Richard would get up to as the bestest of friends after such a great opener. Flying kites, tag team, cryptic crosswording day out at Laser Quest, etc. I quickly snapped back to reality with his response. It's pre-recorded, obviously. He then turned his back, not to walk away as he was next to a wall. He just turned his back. It was then I realised that it was I that should walk away. Oh, Pablo. Oh. Future attempts to make friends with Lynam O'Connor, Sterling, and the current countdown retrate terrible hewer. I am not a fan of Nick Hewer. Everyone's like, oh, Nick Hewer. No. Uh-uh. Nuh-uh. He's a bit... He's big on the fat shaming. I am not a fan of Nick Hewer. Anyway, his attempts have failed, mainly because I've never met them <laughs> or communicated with them in any way, although I wager the cream of that crop would have been Linum, and I'd need a clairvoyant to attempt establishing that bromance. Tatty bye, Pablo. Well, look, I, I feel like... I mean, you've brought up Richard Whiteley, and it's Friday, and the show's a little bit light. So, would you like to hear Dora Dale going round Richard Whiteley's actual house and talking to Richard Whiteley? I am not kidding you. I recorded this probably 20 years ago uh, with Martin Kellner, the wonderful Martin Kellner, and 
uh, he he knew Richard Whiteley a bit and just sort of said, can we come round your house and can my friend Jake pretend to be a little old lady and interview you? And amazing, he just went, yeah. And he was so charming and we went all through his house and he played so beautifully. And afterwards we sat uh, on his back uh, terrace and looked out over his garden and he gave us some rusty, literally rusty tins of Boddingtons to drink. And whilst I don't particularly like beer, who's going to turn down Richard Whiteley's Boddingtons? He was a lovely, lovely man and so sporting. And uh, here he is. Enjoy it. Now, Dora Dale is, or at least should be, a national treasure. Involved in the British entertainment industry, if that's not a contradiction in terms, from the very early days of cinema, she's met them all. Well, nowadays, Dora lives in genteel retirement in Ormskirk and doesn't get to meet anybody very much. So we took her to meet Richard Whiteley. You would have thought he'd have a bell that went... <laughs> <laughs> I thought so, wouldn't you? Hello, Sonny. Is your father in? <laughs> oh, uh, you look so much younger in the flesh. <laughs> Richard Whiteford, how do you... Hello, it, it must be Dora. Yeah, please, call me sweetheart. Dora. I thought I heard a knock at the Dora. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save thought, that for thought, the television. I thought you'd like that. <laughs> I mean, Mind your head, it, it's a bit low, this. It's an, old, mm. it's an old parsonage. It's lovely. And I'm the old parson that lives here. Are you? Yeah, let's go through this way. Richard, where, where is Carol? Is she here? Has she gone shopping? Well, I'd love to say she's gone shopping and she'd be back to cook my lunch. Really? But I have to say, she doesn't live with me. Oh, dear. No. Has something happened? Well, nothing's happened. That's the problem. What's wrong? I don't understand. Well, you always seem so happy. Well, I know. But Where's her her room? Does she have a room? No, she doesn't she have a room. I mean, keeps her calculators. No, I, no, no. This is all a this is all a fantasy. Shall we go through? All yes. Would you like to sit on the patio? I'll sit on anything you like. Well, mind your head, because there are some low beams here. There Take are care. indeed. Oh, this is lovely. You can just hear the water trickling in. But that's just excitement on my behalf, I'm sorry. I get fairly excited sitting here in the cool of the evening, hearing the trickle of the water. Then what happens? Well, I reminisce a lot, you know. Do you? Yes, I expect you do. When you, you know, at our age. I like to think back, perhaps browse through old Polaroids. Well, you must tell me about it. I mean, is the holiday snaps, are they? Some of them on holiday. Not all of them. Some of them just, you know, in my lounge. All right. This is the dining room here. I see there are six chairs. How many of those does Carol use? Well, Carol actually uh, has never been here. I mean, I have to say, as soon as the programme's over, she's off. I mean, we don't fraternise in any way. Really? Yes. I mean, I haven't told many people. I guess you just flew too close to the sun. I suppose I might have said something that she objected to. 12, 13, 14 years ago. I see you have an old Bakelite telephone there. Yes, I have. Shall we, shall we just... You forget how heavy the receivers were. Well, when I went bankrupt, <laughs> the receivers were very heavy. <laughs> well, t- Are you uh, the bad boy of YTV? Well, I think people do think I'm pretty bad, actually. They really? say that. I suppose I'd, I plough my own lonely furrow, Dora. You'll forgive me saying you're something of a cold. 
Do you have a lot of people trying to get into your house? And... No, not really. I keep myself very much to myself, actually. I mean, and... I am in many ways gregarious by nature. Mm. But there are times when I just want to be alone. Who knows? Vincent, um, we've been talking for some, some time now. Would it be possible to... Just see the... To see the bedroom. Oh, of course, of course, Dora. Absolutely. I was wondering when you were going to get round to that. You I stay thought here, you... Martin. Can you manage the stairs? I think so. Have you thought about a stunner? Now, here you see. Oh. There's the bedroom. White satin. Yes. Very classy. Yes. Beam goes across. You have to bend down. Okay. Uh, and then what? For a you hear the beam. Gently. Now, Gently. this I like. This is the bathroom here. Oh, very and nice. A nice uh, old um, cast iron bath. Big enough for two. Well, I don't. Three. Well, I don't think it is actually. Really? But I could just about get it myself. In them days, they were narrower people. Vincent, I've, I've noticed that in your bedroom you, you do have a television. Do you watch yourself on countdown? Yes, I do, but not in bed because Dora, it's... I think we're going to have to wrap it up here if that's... I think we've, um, we've got enough, so... Well, uh, just, just a minute, Richard. Um, I'll be down in an hour, so don't start the count. OK, I will. OK. Um, th you, that was lovely, Richard, it was lovely. Yes. I'll just, I'll just put the microphone down there. Um, so, which side do you normally... They yeah, roll over a lot. I don't, think, I don't think the beam will take two of us, Dora, if that's what you're thinking. Oh, I get the picture. It's always the way. Well, goodbye, Vincent. Bye, Dora. Can I see you out? No, don't worry. Will you, will you be coming no, again? No, not a problem. I'll see you later. Will you be coming again, no. Dora? The wonderful Richard Whiteley <laughs> and me and the wonderful Martin Kellner. Uh, I want to do more with Dora. In fact, now would be a good time to say uh, she's prepared to... I've had extensive conversations with her about the podcast and she's prepared to act, if you will, as a sort of agony aunt. If you have any uh, personal, uh, social or sexual problems and you would like to uh, get them dealt with by Dora why don't you email not today at swanburst.com if you wish uh, your problem can be anonymous uh, but uh, she will be here I think perhaps next week at some point to uh, to help you with your problems be they personal social um, do, do get in touch uh, that's it this has been the longest episode in history I'm so sorry for that but uh, I hope you enjoyed it uh, thank you very much indeed for your company thanks very much to patreons for your support and we will be back on monday with more of the same <laughs> uh, until then have a wonderful weekend and all the best take care bye this has been a swanburst media production normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.